Hi guys, welcome back to Vibing in Valentino. I hope everybody is doing well. I'm so excited to talk about today's topic. Um, it is a solo episode today and it's it deals with self-improvement, but before we get into it, I just want to remind you that you guys can purchase my at-home workout set. It's called the Goodie Bag. You guys can also purchase my eight-week workout program, Vibing Strong, and you guys can book a one-hour consult call with me all on my website, vibinginvalentino.com. Okay, let's get right into our conversation this week. Okay, so it's taken me a really long time, like longer than I would care to admit, to realize that being crazy is super not cute. I used to be the craziest bitch, you guys, and I almost like, I almost thought that it was cute to be crazy. Um, a part of me really just didn't know how else, how to control my emotions and channel it into a productive way. I was always, um, I was like a really happy person for the most part, but when something angered me, especially if it was a guy I was seeing, I try to put a lid on my emotions and then it blows up in the worst possible way. It's like a ticking time bomb. And so, um, it was just not cute. Like, <laughs> Another part of me was just psychotic, kind of because I thought it was just normal. You know, nowadays we live in an environment that seemingly glorifies crazy. You know, with all the reality TV shows, um, we see, you know, crazy, quote unquote, craziness on social media. Um, we think it's cute. Um, and it's not, you know, we see celebrity couples fight and make up in public like Cardi and Offset. So we kind of think that being crazy is synonymous with being in love. Um, and we see this in so many modern day, you know, couples that are famous and get a lot of attention and they, they look like they live these really lavish lives and they're quote unquote couple goals. But you know, they're also doing these kinds of like dramatic, crazy, like fights, you know, exposing, like airing out their shit in, in a public way. Um, and let me tell you, like, let me tell you this, you know, once and for all that acting crazy is not an appropriate way of showing love. It is not an appropriate way of showing love for your partner. And it is definitely not an appropriate way of showing self-respect and showing love for yourself acting crazy essentially means you're bringing drama to the situation men usually don't want drama especially the ones that are in their masculine power that are providers that have long-term potential and why why is that because when you lose your cool you come off as unreliable unstable and uncontrollable you're literally making yourself unable to be looked at as a potential wife and mother to their kids. If you can't control yourself, how can you control their kids? How can you, how can they trust that you'll be able to handle other aspects that are required in a relationship, you know, without completely blowing your lid? So 
another reason that acting crazy and being crazy will leave you single and alone is because when you're acting that way, you have all the way left. You have left it behind. You have all the way left your feminine energy. The crazy that you're that is coming out of you is the culmination of your masculine efforts. You know, your effort of trying to make things work, trying to make things happen that has failed. And the result of that failure of your efforts and attempts to fix things or make things better or move things forward, it comes out at the end of the day as crazy because you're not seeing the results that you want. So think about it. What happens when the guy doesn't do what we want or expect of them? We act crazy. What happens when we try to solve something and it doesn't go our way? We act crazy. When we move from an energy of trying to strategize or plan or make or force things to happen, we are acting from our masculine. We're starting to go from the receiver to the doer, to the planner, to the giver. And when we're doing, 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 we naturally expect, keyword expect, the guy to receive it, appreciate it, reciprocate it. So what happens when they're not receptive, when they're not appreciative, nor are they reciprocating the energy back to you, we fly off the hinges. It's happened to me. I know it's happened to me, and I am almost positive it's happened to you too. I've been known to, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm gonna say this in public. I've been known to throw things. <laughs> I've thrown phones, I've thrown remote controls, I've thrown, um, I have not thrown like dishes. <laughs> I've, n I've never thrown like glassware that's broken into several pieces. I have thrown, oh my God, this was in college and my boyfriend at the time like slammed the door in my face after like a fight or something. And I grabbed the closest thing I could find, which was a jar of Noxzema. You know, that like kind of face wash that comes in a dress, kind of like cold cream-ish. Threw it so hard at the door it shattered like it was plastic i don't think the <laughs> i don't think plastic jars were supposed to break like that but when i tell you it shattered and noxema was everywhere his teammates poked their heads out of the bedroom like what the fuck just happened um yeah and it ended with me and him wiping noxema off of the dirty dorm room floor not my best moment <laughs> <laughs> not my best moment but i am sharing with you guys because we're family here i've been known to call like 50 times in a row i've been known to be blackout drunk and create scenes i've anger cheated so when i tell you that emotional discipline was not my forte i am not lying <laughs> i was so and i would get so enraged that i did not i literally did not know what i was doing and I would be shaking, like trembling, and I would be like a little ball of fire just ready to explode. Clearly, I had no idea about feminine energy at the time or even what the fuck emotional discipline was. And I probably, to be honest with you, at the time, I probably wouldn't even have cared. I think that this comes with wanting to improve on yourself and on your relationship because I really thought that my moods at the time were not in my control, which is crazy now that I'm saying that out loud, but I really probably was just like, this is just how I am. 
and the guy better love me for how I am, no matter my anger issues, no matter how crazy I get, no matter if I get us thrown out of bars, um, two bars in the same evening. Yeah, happened to me. We were fighting, we got thrown out, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All the tea today, guys. All the tea on me. <laughs> um, but it, it does come with a degree of just so much damage. What I did was similar to when you pick at a gel manicure. So you see a little tear in your gel manicure and you end up just ripping it uncontrollably to shreds. So it's made every relationship that I have had worse and any chance of calmly talking things through and working things out like an adult flew out the fucking window because I was so caught up in being angry and expressing that anger, which is not the best thing to do. So how do you resolve conflict without being quote unquote crazy? Because it is possible. If you told me this when I was like in high school and college, I never would have believed you. I would be like, what? How, do you guys, so you guys just work things out? You guys just sat there and talked about it and worked things out? There was no kind of emotional manipulation. There was no throwing of things. There was no cheating whatsoever. How is that possible? I never would have believed you. But the thing is, you need emotional discipline. Emotional discipline is hard. It's very hard to be non-reactive, especially when it comes to a situation with somebody that you love or really wanted to be with and make things work with. There's a reason the term EQ exists and it stands for emotional quotient. It deals with emotional intelligence. It is truly something you have to practice. Some people are innately more able to control their feelings than others. Some of that kind of like control doesn't come from a healthy place though, because it might've been, you know, from childhood trauma or whatever, but some people are less expressive with their emotions and kind of just bottle up their feelings. Not necessarily saying that that is like healthy um, or unhealthy or whatever. Some people just unhealthily put up walls with their feelings and emotions to an unhealthy degree and that's they also need to seek help but this is particularly for the girls that are my crazy girls my my uh <laughs> my dramatic girls okay so it is something you have to practice but i promise that once you start to practice emotional discipline you will see your relationships change for the better. You'll even start to improve the relationship and respect that you have for yourself because we all know that feeling of like shame and guilt that we feel when we act uncontrollably crazy and out of character. And also with me, sometimes like my lack of emotional discipline, if something is really bothering me, it just means that I'm not channeling my emotions in a way that is productive. So if you do things like if you fly off your hinges, if you start yelling and throwing and cussing people out, if you create, if you start fighting, um, if you rely on drugs and alcohol, which I used to do a lot, honestly, up until recently, drugs and alcohol was like about to be my downfall. This is 
the reason why you need to practice emotional discipline because it helps you figure out what your emotions are trying to tell you and what productive way to move forward with that as a guiding point with your emotions as a guiding point so here are my three rules for emotional discipline and these are in order by the way so you do you do rules one two and three it kind of it'll make sense so rule number one when in doubt do nothing say nothing when it comes to love and resolving conflict our first reaction when we're angry is usually wrong if your person has told or done something and you're not quite sure how to respond or if you're not 100% sure that what you're about to say is what you want to say or what you're about to do is what you want to do, do not do anything and do not say anything. Don't react. Take a couple of breaths. If you're in shock, you can say, I'm sorry, and have them talk again and repeat themselves while you try to gather your own thoughts and feelings. If this is via text, do not type an emotional response and send it. <laughs> if this is all via text the situation that you're going through it's going to be easier than in person to practice emotional discipline so you just don't you don't want to type an emotional response and send it put the phone down and wait usually the other person in response to you being non-reactive will start to try to explain themselves or get a response out of you if this is happening in person just say i need a minute and just sit there in silence just make it clear that you're trying to gather your thoughts and your feelings and <laughs> you're trying to be mature about it. And if this is via text, you just want to ignore them until you collect yourself. Rule number two, figure out how you're really feeling. So while you're doing nothing and being non-reactive, like in, in rule number one, figure out what you're really feeling and why you're feeling this way. For example, if your guy comes to you and says, I'm going to spend this weekend with the boys and he doesn't invite you, your first reaction may be to pop off because you guys never get time together and now he's going to go spend the whole weekend with his boys. Like, excuse me? This situation has happened to me. I think this happened to every girl where you're just kind of like, are you fucking kidding? Like, I, I barely get to see you and now you want to go spend time with your boys? Really? But because of rule number one, you haven't popped off, okay? Don't pop off. You haven't popped off because of rule number one. Ideally, you'll get to a point where rule number one becomes automatic, like an automatic response to a trigger. So then you can quickly jump to this step where you're trying to figure out how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way immediately and quickly as soon as the trigger happens. So let's dissect this a little bit deeper. Your man tells you, hey, this weekend's for the boys. It's already Thursday night. You probably haven't had like a good quality alone time together in like a few weeks right are you angry or are you hurt you're probably more hurt right why because he's hanging out with his friends unless you hate his friends guts you're probably not upset that he's hanging out with his friends no he's not doing anything wrong by hanging out with the boys you're hurt that you don't feel like a priority so that's the issue and why do you not feel like a priority? Because you guys haven't had quality time in a few weeks. When you haven't had quality time, you start to feel what? Do you feel neglected? Maybe a little distant from him? So there it is. The bottom line, you're not really feeling angry. 
That was just your reactive emotion to the news. You feel neglected and distant from him and you miss him because you guys haven't had quality time together recently. So we figured it out. It's not really anger that you're feeling. You're just feeling neglected and you're feeling like there's a growing distance between you and your person and you miss him, which is completely normal. Rule number three, express how you're feeling without the dramatics, the throwing stuff and yelling and additional theatrics, like super long ass paragraphs are only going to make a situation worse because first of all, super long text messages don't work on guys because they barely read. (laughs) It's like the female brain this is so, I, and I, this is scientific. I think this has scientifically been proven. But also, you can see this all the time in daily life. Women, we are more capable of dissecting information and multiple, in multiple like sentences and dissecting it into one cohesive message much easier, much faster, much more effectively than men. Men, The shorter the message, the better. Keep it concise and to the point. The reason why women, we love to have these long-ass paragraphs is because we are attached to the idea of making things sound pretty. Because when we talk to our girlfriends, we need to make things sound pretty to not hurt our girls' feelings. When we talk to the guys, when we start making things sound flowy and pretty and things sound, you know, we're going we're gonna to do a little zigzag to get to a message to save people's feelings or make things sound good. They never get to the message. They need a shortcut to the message, okay? So with men, keep your messages short, to the point, and genuine. That's the entirety of this entire message is you want to keep it short, but you want to keep it genuine. So what I would say, let's take this entire example of him wanting to hang out with the boys, Okay. I would text him, I am feeling neglected and distant from you. We haven't had time together in a while and now it feels like I come second to your friends. Do not make it accusatory. Do not be like, I can't believe that you are gonna go hang out with your boys. You're Obviously you don't care about me. That's short, but that's accusatory. You're putting him on a defense. That's not gonna do anything for you but make this argument last a lot longer than it needs to. Do not go in with an ultimatum or trying to force something into happening, like forcing him to cancel his plans. Keep your head on straight, remain cool and collected, and give him a chance to resolve a conflict. If he really loves you and he cares for you, he will come up with a solution to the problem. If he doesn't, and if he doesn't at least say, I can't cancel on the bros this weekend, but next weekend, let's do a quick trip, me and you, or something to make up for you feeling neglected and distant from him. No man, because the thing is, no man wants his girl to feel that way. If he doesn't at least try to make things up, then you now see what your feelings are worth to him, and you have that information to work with. So do you want to set some boundaries in that case? Do you want to walk away? That's when you need to look inside of you and be like, okay, so he knows that I'm feeling neglected and I'm feeling distant from him and he's okay with it. Is that somebody you want to be with? You know, I mean, it might be, I mean, maybe he's doing something else for you. That's 
worth staying around for but that's just something that's the conversation you need to have with yourself so take some time journal it out so now compare this method to you just popping off as soon as he told you the news it'll probably play out very differently right like let's say he told you he came into the house right and he was like i'm gonna be with the bros this weekend and you start just flying off at the fucking seams like it's just not going to be the same kind of progression with this you're giving him a chance in a way where he sees that you are stable (laughs) keywords stable and in control of your emotions to make things better because if you if you start getting upset and crazy he might not even want to make things better with a crazy bitch that's just point blank period he's probably like oh fuck like if this is something i'm gonna have to deal with every single time i want some alone time like i want some time with the boys he's gonna start thinking really hard about all the wrong things all the things that you don't want him to think about when you guys are in a happier relationship The crazy will not give him a chance to see, one, you as somebody who is stable and mature, it will not give him the chance to, two, fix things, and it will not give you the chance to, three, progress the relationship or give you necessary intel about the relationship, i.e. what your emotions are worth to him. It's taking me a very long time to establish any type of discipline emotionally. But I promise you, this is a necessary step in making yourself ready for a serious and long-term relationship. I hope this episode has been helpful for you guys. If you guys enjoyed this episode or any other previous episodes, please go ahead and give me five stars. It really helps me out so, so much. And I can't wait to catch up with you guys next week on Vibing in Valentino. Have a wonderful weekend, guys. Bye.